This is episode nine of the Ask Dad Labs podcast, recorded on April 29th, 2021. It's simple. You ask questions and dads answer. When we need actual answers, we find the experts. Today we have Clay from Austin, Texas. He has kids in high school and college and one in the Coast Guard. And we have Nick from Louisville, Kentucky. He has two kids, age 6 and 13. And I'm Ben. I'm in the Detroit River, just south of Detroit, Michigan. My boys are 11 and just turned 13. Let's get to the show. Do you guys know how hamburgers wear their hair? In a bun? Right there. Do you, Nick, you could have jumped in and interrupted I was that right one there. I was, I was about to say time. it. I, that one happened so quick and was so quick and so painful it, it was really kind of like an amputation really <laughs> yeah of that top knot that you used to have <laughs> so what 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 made that what, what really brought that to mind is is uh my my younger son the the 11 year old he actually wants to do a man bun no and well i am all about expressing yourself and being flying your freak flag, but they look ridiculous. Here's the thing. The only thing with hairstyles that you have to look out for is karma. And I will say that as a, as a college student, I had long flowing hair and I, I wrote a play and the protagonist of the play, which I also performed was bald. And I was like, no, I would never, I can't shave all of this glory <laughs> off to be a bald man. And you know what I did is I just asked for it. And I asked for karma to come and make me a freaking cue ball, which it did. So I think encourage the top knot. Oh, oh I, I can't get behind that. And- and, and it is totally out of character for me to fight a hairstyle or uh, something like that. Because, again, I am all about letting your freak flag fly. Man bun while you can. <laughs> yes, I, I, I will give you that. While you can. Look at us. There's three cue balls on this show. Yeah. We barely, yeah. Nobody in right now <laughs> has got a single hair in front More of their like ears. Eight inches of their nobody, head. Nobody has got a hair in <laughs> front of their ears that's talking right now. So anything that we say is purely out of jealousy and, and just poor character. Exactly. Tristan, go for it. Well, he's never going to listen to this. I, I will say that I miss my hair. My 13-year-old hasn't had a haircut in over a year, so his hair is below his shoulders, and it's this wispy, just gorgeous blonde hair. And I miss my hair. I used to, in college, I had a, a long ponytail. I was, uh, everyone said I was doing it after uh, Tony Hawk, because Tony Hawk had long hair then, and I was a skater. And I am a skater. But it wasn't. It was Ray Underhill, who had a really long locks of hair. And uh, I do miss my hair. However. Well, come on. We're, we're I, for it. We're pro. I love getting ready, getting out of the shower, and being out of the shower, and done. 
I don't have to do any hair dry, no product, no brushing. Dude, you're none of that just sour grapes right there. Don't even no, oh, we're dude, not buying any of that. So no, dude, I seriously, I love it. This is, uh, it, I've accepted it. I've been like this for what? 10 years now, 15. My, my older son's now he's, you know, he's 23, 22, about to be 23. And yeah, starting to get a little the shine, little thin. Now he's in the military, so he's got to keep it short. But man, I'm getting a lot of grief right now for the genetics. What little hair I have, I still have more hair than my brothers. They were they were at this stage when they were in early 20s. And I didn't hit this until my 30s. So and they threatened all the time that anytime I complained about it or, or made fun of them, that they were going to like hold me down and shave my head when I had my ponytail and shit. So I still have more hair than them. So I, I I'm good. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to come back to crazy stuff kids do, but, but let's check in first. I, we, right. We're getting a puppy on Saturday. Ooh, um, yeah, we're getting right. a Labradoodle puppy and, and we're all excited and, and we're doing our D and D birthday party on Sunday. Everybody's excited about that. So we're going to take a puppy to a D and D party somehow. <laughs> The world is changing here at the Fode household, and uh, it, it's going to be something else for the next couple of weeks. How about you guys? What's anything new? Still fighting this with the kid for homework. Uh, he finally did get caught up a couple of weeks ago when I said I wasn't fighting with him because he was telling me he was caught up. Yeah. He was totally bullshitting me. <laughs> <laughs> so we fought all last week, and then he finally got caught up. And so he's, he's caught up. He doesn't have anything missing. Um, he's got like four assignments due by Friday. So I'm still fighting with him on that. The girl is still doing great. She's Looney Tunes about Roblox. Uh-huh. And it's one of those things. It's like, it's not, I gotta, I gotta be with her when she's playing it most of the time, if I can, or her mom's sitting next to her or something. Cause Roblox can, some of the different servers can be kind of not age appropriate for a six year old, but she does pretty good about ignoring most of that stuff. And we don't let her chat or anything. And she just runs around in that. So that's Roblox is, is huge in our house right now. Again, not happy with that. But otherwise, I've had pretty good week of productivity with the laser biz. Yeah, neat stuff coming out. And yeah, oh man, I got I got a show next. Laser Creations by Nick. We'll link to it. I've got a show next Saturday. This is Derby Week, and then next Saturday is the Beachmont Festival of Flowers, the local neighborhood market spring festival. So I've, I've been doing a lot of uh, air plant stuff, and a lot more coming out, and it's been. It's been fun. It's been really good mentally, uh, creative, and, and I'm in the strength training. I'm in week 13 of shoulder recovery, and I'm doing really well with that. PT has been awesome. Excellent. Beautiful. How about you, Clay? Well, this week was my mother's 80th birthday, and wow. thank you, technology and science. Everyone in my family uh, has been immunized, so I was able to gather with my mom and dad, my wife, my youngest son and my sister, and we were all able to go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and sit outside and celebrate my mom's 80th birthday, which was really pretty awesome. Now, one thing you have to know about the family dynamics is that my sister was my boss for the last seven years, and she recently left the company, but uh, so we have this kind of work thing going together. And, um, you know, whenever you're at family gatherings with a teenager and, you know, you just, you're just like, oh, dude, bless your heart. Like it's (laughs) it's the 80 year olds 
and the 50 year olds and you like the one <laughs> 17 year old at the table and you just know that people are going to be firing questions at you and it's old people and it's not the food that you want like it's the, it's hell like there's no that that dinner is like hell for my son but he was a good sport and he hung in there and he answered the questions about college he's a junior in high school so questions about college and what are you thinking about <laughs> So he was all great. And then he came out to this one statement that just totally cracked me up, which is I, so my wife's work doesn't have a ton of flexibility. Mine does. So when it comes time to take the kids to go do stuff, it's typically me that's doing the, the thing. So I had to take Cooper to get his second shot. We're in the car, but I got to do a, I got to do a meeting, right? So he's got to listen to me do a meeting that's at the company that my sister and I work for. And at dinner, he's like, well, let me tell you something about my future. I spent two hours in the car listening to dad talk about one word on a fucking label <laughs> of a vitamin package. And I swear to you that the one thing that will never happen to me in my professional life is I will never be on a one hour phone call where I have to talk about a label. And he just went, he went on this hilarious rant about how boring my job was. And it's just totally lighting me and my sister up. It was really, it was both super charming and so entitled. I could have punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That label is going to put you through college. So, <laughs> right. <hold on. laughs> awesome. but it was hilarious and awesome. It was a it was a, it was a great dinner, but pretty pretty funny. And uh, he's he's a good dude. He just got all state lacrosse. Uh, he is he is you know uh, working hard. We got to get the academic stuff squared away, but he's he's trying to do his part. My oldest son, who's in the Coast Guard and is in a very serious relationship, his girlfriend was able to visit him. She's also in the Coast Guard, visiting from Hawaii for the first time since October. So we haven't heard anything from him. <laughs> My daughter, who's in college, got to play in a, a field hockey game. She's a she's an athlete, and, and they actually got to compete. So that's good. <laughs> Guys, I don't know even how to describe it. I probably shouldn't even tell this story, well, but I will, because this is just me on social. My daughter, who is gay, posted on social media, hey, this is, I just want everybody to know this is my new boyfriend. And there was this cute sequence of photos where it was like her and then like her and the boy and then like her with her head on the boy's shoulder. And then I was like, what the what is going on? I think my daughter just came out as straight on social media. Like, this, this is so confusing to me. And so and then I was like, I, I was like, what? I'm I'm not ready. Like I I'm cool with having a gay daughter. And it's like I'm kind of invested in that now. And what? <laughs> and so and then I looked at the comments and like all of her friends were like, Oh, it's like, oh, what a power couple. You guys are so awesome. It's so great. And there was just all these comments. And I was like, oh, guys, I don't, I don't know what's happening here. I, you know, I'm texting my wife. I was like, well, I, I, someone help me. And eventually, like, 
my younger son texts her and she's like, dad, that is my roommate's boyfriend. It's a joke. And that's when I deleted my Instagram account. I just deleted it. I was just like, I don't understand social media. I don't understand young people. I don't understand anything anymore. I'm out. <laughs> Says the founder, co-founder of Dad Labs. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on in social media. Uh, I don't. I don't understand irony. I'm I was. I was waiting for that to be that you finally saw the date and it was going to be like April Fools or something, and you got suckered big time. I totally got. got I totally got schooled. That's awesome. Well done, Re. <laughs> Among the things that college students have done ridiculously was, oh, I'm going to have to remember his name, Josh Swain in Arizona. Yep. Nick, I know you know about this. Clay, did you hear about Josh Swain? It's ringing a bell, but so you're have so to, my son. So so we were at a uh, we were at a hotel swimming. Just just uh, Tristan and me, the guy the kid with the long hair. So he's telling me, Dad, tomorrow is a big day. Tomorrow <laughs> is when. Josh Swain is going to meet a bunch of people in battle and whoever wins gets to be Josh Swain and everybody else has to change their name. Yeah. And I'm, I was blown away by this. I had no idea what he was talking about. So we go back and we look this up and I learned all about this. And then the next day it was all over the news. It was on, it was on, uh, on kid news on Monday morning. It was on NPR. It was on all, all over the place. So Lincoln, Nebraska, this kid that was in Arizona at Arizona State, uh, just randomly a year ago on April 24th said, I challenge all Josh Swains to a battle for the name Josh Swain. Everyone else will I have think to. It was, I think it was all, all Josh's, not just Josh Swain. Well, well it, was it, was, Josh. it was all Josh Swain's. And he extended, so when they formalized this battle plan, it, it then included all Josh's for something else. And then, and then it grew into, it grew into a really strange, strange, and well, it, it started as a strange thing. And it, the, 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 the preview also said you have a year to prepare. That's right. So, but, you know, be ready. But he picked random coordinates. He didn't actually look at where it was on a map. And so he picked somebody's <laughs> farm outside of Lincoln, Nebraska and he didn't think it, this would this would catch. He didn't think anybody would would care. He did this by inviting every person he could find by the name of Josh Swain into a Facebook group and then declaring this. And so yeah. that's what went viral last year. And he thought everybody would forget about it. But then it appears that maybe a month ago, people said, "Okay, where where are we staying? You know, where where do we get hotels? Where where do we get this set up?" And so he had to actually follow through on it. So the farmer wouldn't let him use the field. So he had to change the location and they had to get this out. There's a, a subreddit about it. And, and eventually they all met up A TV station from Lincoln showed up. They, they declared in Reddit that they were sending their reporter named Josh <laughs> to do this. So it started with, they were going to do rock, paper, scissors for who would be the final Josh Swain. Then they were going to have a pool, pool noodle fight among all the Joshes that were there. And then after that pool noodle fight, they were going to have a pool noodle fight between everybody that showed up. And he was hoping for about 20 people to show up. And it looked like it might have been more like 250 or 300, maybe uh, maybe 500 people. But it was it was pretty. I mean, I only saw phone video on social media and it it was it was a good crowd of people that and and very well behaved. 
Yes. I mean, and they they did a fundraiser that raised money for a local was it a Nebraska hospital? It, yeah, it was a it was a Lincoln or it was an Omaha, Nebraska children's hospital, I believe. Either that or maybe it was in Lincoln. But the the name of the fundraiser was that it was a it it declared that it was a fundraiser to for the legal fees for all the other Joshes to change their names. <laughs> right. So that's how that's how it was named on the fundraising site. Yeah. But it was actually going to the the children's hospital. Yeah. And the, and then it was a food they did did a food uh, food bank can drive. Yeah. So so he really turned it into some really good stuff. And as as Duncan would say, it was very wholesome. Yes. Yeah, wholesome is a is a word the kids use because it, it, the it final great. Josh Swain was little Josh, the littlest kid. I think he was four years old. Yep. And they declared him the winner. They gave him a big belt and a uh, a Burger King help, um, <laughs> one of the Burger King crowns, crowns. Mm-hmm. and That's then they hoisted him up, and it fell over his face, and the crowd just went nuts. It, it was, was fantastic. He is the Josh Swain. And but you know that's such a good you know. That's such a good, and we know that Ben is the master of these things. What a good, what a good transition. This is like today's topic, right? Names. Yeah. And well, and then I saw a follow-up that this should be done every year in a new location with a new name Uh and do it as a fundraiser. And I'm on board for that. I'm, I'm ready to go battle for Nick. There are probably a lot of Nick Dawson's too. Yeah. I know there's at least three. So you know, there there are at least and three I'm, Ben you know, folks. I'm working out. I'm, you know, I'm getting chased. There are a couple of Clay Nichols. I'm kicking their ass on social right now. Like <laughs> one of them's a one of them's a dentist. He's got to be super bummed out because anybody who puts his name in looking for his dental practices, you know, somehow ends up watching Dad Labs videos. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. asking him about it. Yeah. What do you think of that nose, Frida? <laughs> that's for another episode <laughs> let's move on to the next topic i came so, up with a, i thought of another story but that's going to take us another 10 minutes we don't have all day so names what strategies did you guys use to pick baby names i don't remember exactly how we came up with them for our first, the oldest, it it was something that I just wanted it to be cool. I didn't necessarily need it to be a name that's passed down throughout my family or whatever. I just don't have that family history dynamic that, you know, we have to have a third or a fourth and all of that stuff. Just wanted something cool and something that wouldn't be horribly easy to make, you know, make fun of, you know, as his kids are (laughs) insane. Uh, And yeah. we ultimately, you think, you think Clay Nichols is a name they couldn't make fun of? It rhymes with dick, so yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> I'm sure it's easy. <laughs> we we ended up with, you know, something that's meaningful for both of us. His first name is the state where she is from, and his middle name is named after the city where I am from. Then with the girl, we still try to do something like that. But ultimately, it was just a name that she picked out that she liked. There's, there's no real rhyme or reason. There is a, a Beatles song with her name that Alice really liked and kind of just like, uh, that sounds right. I, I like that name. 
And her middle name is a namesake. Uh, it's named after, it's the last name of one of my best friends from high school who I'm still great friends with. So that's where our names came from. I know that doesn't really help a whole lot when I'm trying not to put their name out there. <laughs> right, right. This is a really <laughs> in, tough topic for that. Sorry. Yeah, it's, this is not Nick's be, most comfortable topic. Well, no, I mean, I, it, it's just, and at this, at this point, yeah, I'm sure I can get permission from the 13 year old, the six year old. It's not one of those, you know, not really yet consent. And yeah. I started doing it because, you know, with dad labs and things, you guys were discussing that, whether how, how long can you go, with blogging at the beginning of all that, with putting your your parenting life out there before it becomes a, a, an issue for putting your kids' dirty laundry out there. And that, at this level, for me, it's a neurosis thing. I've been doing it, the boy and the girl, for so long. And his mom. When, when we got a dog, my friends didn't ask what the dog's name was. They said, oh, you finally got the, the dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... You know, we have the dog, the cat, <laughs> and the kids. So, but yeah, uh, you know what? For the sake of the conversation, it's Indiana Lewis. And now I know some people think when they read that name, they think it's a girl's name. But Indiana they also Lewis, think it's the dog. Yes. And that actually <laughs> plays into it. People are like, oh, like Indiana Jones. Like, well, yeah, but it was more just for that joke. Right. And then our cat's name is Henry Jones Jr. So the whole thread of the joke, the circle of the joke is we named the dog. No, wait, we named the cat. Wait, we named the cat Henry, (laughs) named the kid Indiana. And then Penny from Penny Lane and Reese from my friend's last name. Awesome. So so they're they're out there now. They're, you know, you can stalk them now. I've I've got a couple other things. Uh, We'll we'll get to you, Clay. The the first one is I learned recently that my mother had a formula for our, our names. She wanted a Bible name that was three syllables that was shortened to two syllables for a nickname. And so I believe I was supposed to be called Benji, which, you know, doesn't doesn't last very long. But my sister Rebecca is shortened as Becky and Abigail as Abby. And so that that fits that. It was such a strange criteria set that she had for that. And it's amazing. I don't know that she could have had a third kid, but uh, <laughs> we'll, or I'm sorry, a fourth kid. Because <laughs> she did have three. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And then, and then we actually, we are, the way we named our kids was, is, has, has a unique quality to it too that, that we completely made up. We didn't go any, with anything like that. But Clay, how did you, how did you guys come up with a set? <laughs> well, we didn't. We actually failed to come up with any first names, uh, but more on that in a minute. With the with the with the oldest, and this has gotten to be a little tricky for me. We named our oldest after my wife's grandfather, who is a beloved person in the family, and it seemed like you know a, a way to pay tribute. And then his middle name is my middle name, so you know we always thought that he would be known as Will, and but. He arrived and he is Wilson and he's Wilson to everyone except for folks in the Coast Guard for whom he is Willie. And (laughs) (laughs) well, people of his rank, he's Willie to everybody else. He's Mr. Nichols. Right. (laughs) But Anyway, you know, just in the last couple of years, the, the grandfather that he's named for is his name was Woodrow Wilson 
Gary. So really, ultimately, you know, he is a he is one generation away from being named Woodrow Wilson. And as we all know, Woodrow Wilson's reputation has been dimmed by his clearly racist views. And Wilson, my Wilson, is very much opposed to that. He's a, he's very much a guy who's about social justice and has really done a lot in his life. So it's caused me. It's I've had some thoughts about that, and and. And initially, when I heard that he was Willie to his shipmates, I didn't like that because he's Wilson to me. But I think it's okay. I actually like the thought that in the service, he's known as Willie. And and I don't want him to have any shame or embarrassment about his name. You know, I now have to think he's named for his grandfather. And that's where it stops. He's not named for Woodrow Wilson. He's named in honor of his grandfather, who's a part of his family and always has been. And so he can he can be proud of his name and and continue to own that. But I definitely it's weird because I it's yeah. weird this topic came up because I've been thinking about it lately. Our other two kids, like we always wanted to pick these kind of like cool progressive names. So, you know, my, my younger two kids are Riley and Cooper. So basically, if you look at my kids' first names, it's like a law firm, Wilson, Riley, and Cooper. Like none of them have, they all have last names as first names. Like, what were we thinking? So I have this law firm of kids and, um, and we thought this, they were so original, but, you know, in our neighborhood now, throw a rock and you hit five Rileys and three Coopers. Oh, no. Like, it's just like those names that seem so kind of a little bit edgy and interesting and not super gender specific and not, you know, Bill and Steven, you know, now they're just, they're super popular. So we totally, <laughs> I feel like in the name game, we did not, we did not really excel. <laughs> but, but they're not, they're not the super, super common ones. So at least you've got that. Yeah. You, yeah. you don't have one of the Aiden Braden it's not the you know, most trendy, but yeah. probably one level down. Yeah. But I always, I, every time I hear Cooper, I think of D.B. Cooper. Yeah, so maybe yeah. he'll jump so out I, of I, I, after I, robbing I, a I, bank. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so so with, with my kids, Deborah was a huge fan of the Highlander TV show. And so she desperately wanted to name Duncan after Duncan McLeod of the oh, Clan McLeod. And, and so we got that. So she got to pick his first name. Mm-hmm. That gave me the right to pick his second name. And I picked the. <laughs> so it would be Duncan the Fote. And she said no, because that's how it works. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, can't, I couldn't, I, I didn't get it. So I said, how about Vaughn? So it'd be like Vaughn Fote, right? Mm. Noble. Yes, except we're spelling it V-A-U-G-H-N because then I can tell people, well, I had a professor in school who was just the best professor. He was a great trombone player, but he was also just the nicest, nicest guy. He would leap over, you know, buildings for anybody. And and he's still around, and God bless him. He's just a phenomenal guy. And, and so being able to name, you know, have a middle name after this guy, just an honor. Hmm. Hmm. Well— so, so we go around and, and Deborah's sure that our second kid's going to be a girl. You know, she okay. has, she just knows it. And so we've picked out these, these girl names. And the only one I can remember is the one we were actually telling people, which was 
Desdemona Nosferata because we were tired of people asking. <laughs> I don't remember what the other names were. Probably Fiona, but <laughs> Desdemona Nosferata. And it turns out that it's a boy. That is, that is clearly the worst girl's name ever <laughs> imagined. I don't know. Con- what is it? Um, uh, Consuela Banana Hammock? <laughs> but it was, believe anyway. it or not, that was inspired by a cemetery headstone that we saw when we were geocaching. So anyway, so so Nerd. obviously not not a girl. Deborah decides she's going to pick the first name again, and she thinks Tristan fits well with Duncan. Right. They sort of rhyme, but they're distinct and middle names. What are we going to do for a middle name? I decided it's not fair to let one son have the cool middle name because she still won't let me have the. So we're going to give both kids the same middle name. And so they both are Von Fote as middle and last name. Really? Hmm. I didn't know yeah. that. How did I not know that? I don't know. That's awesome. It's cool. It's super weird, but it's also kind of cool. It is. Yeah. yeah it, 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 it's just, it's that, that fine line of, all right, cool, weird. Yeah. Well, so, I, so Duncan, you know, Duncan and Tristan for a while thought that our last name was Von Folk. Von Folk. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, they were hyphens. So Deborah, so Deborah was, was being called mommy Von Folk and I was daddy Von Folk and, nice. uh, and they've, they've since they've, They've gotten past that, but but that's pretty cool. And I, I find middle names can be kind of interesting. We've got we've got a family family friends. The the mom of these two little girls, her mother decided that she was not going to enforce a middle name on her children. And when her children got old enough, they would get to pick their own middle names. And so I think they've decided that's only going to be for the girls. But they get to at like thirteen or whenever they decide they're ready. They say, Mom, I'm ready for a middle name, and this is going to be it. Now, in that case, I, I really was advocating for the because their last name is Smoot. And if you know MIT tradition, there is a fraternity that, that goes out and measures a bridge over between, between Cambridge and Boston. They had a tradition of measuring it by the, the number, the unit was the shortest member of the fraternity pledge class. And so they had to line him up over and over and over again and find out how many whatevers that is. Well, the one that got historic was a, a man named Smoot. And so they actually marked it on the bridge permanently. And when they resurfaced that bridge recently, the the city went back to find out how, how tall he was so they could put the markings back uh, because it was that way. That guy also went back, went on to become an administrator in – the U.S. Department of Weights and Measures, of all things. And so if you go into Google and you want to translate measurements, you can actually do, like, how many feet in a smoot. So for them to have a girl named The Smoot would be perfect, if she was that tall. Guys. I'm writing that down. I'm going to check that out. All right. Here, that, that's, that's going to fact check that. So here's, here's one thing I'm going to say. And when it comes to parenting advice, I'm rarely prescriptive. Like I generally feel like, you know, a lot of these things have got, you know, a lot of latitude in them. Everybody has to make their own decisions based on their own life. I have only one absolute and it comes from personal experience and it comes from naming. And that is this. Do not name your child in a way that you call them by their middle name. 
this is a curse that I have lived with my whole life. Everyone knows me as Clay. That is my middle name. And what that creates in terms of headaches across the digital travel landscape is innumerable. So whatever stupid fucking name you want to hang on your kid, I don't give a shit if you want to call a middle name the. You can do whatever stupid shit you want to do naming your kid. Just do not, for God's sake, call them by their middle name. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, I hear that simply because my name is actually not Nick. Nick is short for something else, which will remain known to those who know and only those who know and all of my insurance people and my driver's license and all of my financial institutions and all of that. Yes, absolutely. Every time I go to the doctor, Hey, has your insurance changed? No. Well, we're not finding you. Oh, well check under Nick. Oh, there it is. Or oh, check under the other name. Yeah. Or well, you know, you go and, and someone that, calls and you over the land loudspeaker. It's like Gordon and the kids are like, har, har, har. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I did that to myself. I changed my name myself. You know, I went by a new nickname. So, yeah, it, it's you're absolutely right. That's craziness. Side tangent, because that's what we do. I was at PT the other day and waiting on my trainer. And she, um, I call her my trainer now because she's, <laughs> we're just doing weightlifting and shit. The lady that had just come in, the receptionist's like, well, that's an odd name. Where did you get that name? Um, Otter. The woman's name was Otter. And without missing a beat, she's like, oh, I chose it myself. I was like, that's fantastic. <laughs> you know, I mean, I said it out loud. I said, that's fantastic. But she's like, I don't know. It was a nickname that just kind of stuck. And my kids call me Otter. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. My kids call their mom, mom. But yeah, they, she goes by Otter. So she went and legally changed it. Wow. <laughs> she's like, I'm thinking about changing it again. But I'm like... <laughs> I said, that's just, that's awesome. Just, oh, okay. I'm going to go change my name legally to Otter. Fantastic. So I have one more middle name thing. And that is some, so a friend married a woman whose family tradition was that any man marrying into the family changed his middle name to the first name of his wife's father. Because it, there's some sort of explanation of it. They're swapping names, right? So she grew up with her father's last name. She's giving up her father's last name, but her husband is taking on his first name as a middle name. Okay, like I understand. Like point. Bullshit, My wife okay. kept her name. I, I wanted her to keep her own name because yeah. I didn't want to sleep with someone that had the same last name as my mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fair. Awesome. Fair. Yeah, my <laughs> wife actually, she decided that she liked my name better even though it's harder to get people to pronounce it right and all that. But, but she, she, she always says that she chose me. And so with me, she chose my name. Fosht is a lovely <laughs> Thank you. Thank Fogget. you. It's Fogget. Fogget. If you didn't know. <laughs> or in Indiana, it's actually Foyt. I didn't realize that that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. But the closer you get to Indianapolis, it is most definitely Foyt. Yeah. And my first name is AJ, apparently. So there you go. <laughs> This is a great segue because our last thing is it's this week of every year that I remember 
that our anniversaries are only a couple of days apart. Yep. Right. So seven, well, seven, two years and, and well, yeah, well our yeah. anniversaries are. Yeah. yeah. But so, uh, you're at 17 years. We just got to 15. Clay, your, your anniversary isn't anytime soon. I'm guessing. Or is it, it today? Is, it is this summer and oh, okay. it is my 25th. Wow. Boom. Look at you. 25th anniversary this August. Congratulations. Yeah. Fantastic. Man. Yeah. And it's, you know, <laughs> because of the pandemic and everything else, that's one of those facts that just, we've got so much stuff that we've been dealing with. That I don't think we've even focused on the fact that we have this really significant anniversary coming up. We've got a family dynamic. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know exactly how we're going to end up celebrating that if, if at all. Well, uh, yeah, but you gotta, that's, that's a big, one. yeah, you gotta. do it for the kids. You gotta figure out something or something. Yeah. We'll figure um, something out. <sighs> I proposed to my wife. I was actually about three miles away from her when I proposed to her. I did it on TV at Thunder Over Louisville. So every year Thunder Over Louisville is kind of my anniversary party for us. And it also gives me you know, this gigantic reminder that, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're getting married. <laughs> you got married this year, this this weekend. So, yeah, it was it was a crazy day. And the year, year after that, we went to Thunder, celebrated our one year engagement anniversary, got on a plane the very next morning, went to New Zealand and got married the following Tuesday. So it was a. Uh, I can't believe it's been 17 years. That sounds like such a big number. And I still remember New Zealand like it was yesterday. And they won't let you back. They won't let me back right now. Um, I am not shitting you. We looked at immigrating after we came back. And it's really tough. It was tough then. It was tough 17 years ago because of their immigration thing. They do it really well. I think you got to be of value to their community, basically. So if like you're a doctor, nurse, anything in the health field, uh, something that they're looking for. Lord of the Rings was obviously huge at that point. Wow, it's been 17 years since that's been out. Um, the third one. So anything in movie and CGI and all of that, that was huge then. So that was of value to them. None of talents or skills that either of us had. <laughs> and also it was, you know, I... I day of travel away from her family and she was not we weren't really going to do that uh, but it's still on the lottery retirement plan we would have to live there six months and then leave for a month every every six months we'd have to leave we wouldn't be able to be new zealand citizens and i'm okay with that <laughs> um come home say hi to the family for a month and then go back but Still waiting on that lottery plan. That retirement plan is not the, the most reliable plan. But yeah, 17 years. Wow. You're you're at 15, right, Ben? 15. 15. It was it was something. You know, you, you did your proposal and then a year later you got married. What I'm remembering from our anniversaries is that our first anniversary, I got hired to go work a dart tournament. I was programming a computer system for a dart tournament in Las Vegas. And so a couple days before our anniversary, I flew out to Las Vegas and I had a hotel room at the Riv, um, which is no longer there, of course. 
And so I was out at the Riv. We were on Optifast as a diet. So we were on a liquid diet. We're in Las Vegas, right? <laughs> Bad idea. We shipped all our food out there. So, so we had this big box of packets of drinks mix. And then she flew out like four days later. So, well, she was flying on our anniversary but didn't get into Vegas until the morning. And so, so we spent our, our first anniversary apart even though she was going to Vegas. So, so we ended up spending, spending a couple weeks in Vegas for our first anniversary, but it was bizarre. Babies come from Vegas. Yours do. Just so you know. <laughs> we, we managed to hold off a little bit. Longer. I always felt like it was one of the things that I always found incredibly ironic was that the baby show up until, you know, it was in Louisville, the baby show was always in Vegas. <laughs> so we would always be in Vegas reviewing all the latest, latest baby products and just laying waste to ourselves <laughs> and the landscape and behaving in the most unparental <laughs> baby ways possible when Dad Labs was there. But uh, yeah, yeah, anniversaries are, are, you know, just a, you know, just a great excuse to go out and treat yourself and your wife to some you know, great experience and be able to get some space for once. Uh, and I think usually we've done a pretty good job of, of finding that. I don't know about this year. <laughs> this summer is just going to be crazy, but, um, do you guys yeah, 25 you, years and we dated for six years before we got married. Cause I'm not a quick decision maker. <laughs> so we've really been together for over 30 years. Wow. We dated for two years before we got married and then we you know we decided or i will say that i was like we're gonna be a couple for two years we're gonna be us and be together and do be us for two years before we start having kids and never and you know of course you get married and everybody's like when you have kids when you have kids <laughs> even when it's your second marriage but i was gonna ask do do you guys do any kind of traditional things every year we we started to, we tried to go somewhere every anniversary and it didn't have to be far. You know, we went to Vegas, we went to Phoenix or Tucson one year. Uh, you know, we went up to Brown County, Indiana. You know, we, we've been to, you know, some little, just more like staycations or little, you know, weekend trips. And we always tried to buy a piece of art that you know, represented wherever that trip was or some piece. So we've got like four or five paintings in the house that are, were purchased on anniversary trips. We've, we've gotten away from that with kids, obviously, but we still try to do that, do something this year. We didn't, obviously didn't do anything last year. We obviously didn't do anything. You know, we had every intention of going back to New Zealand for our 10. Didn't make that because we had like a six year old or whatever. Not going to make it. I don't think for our 20th, but maybe our 25, I think we'll, I think that's going to be a New Zealand trip. You know, I think I think I told you what our what our tradition is because if if I think through it, so 2006 we got married. 2007 was when we were in Vegas, when I was in Vegas and she was flying to Vegas. 2008 was two days after Duncan was born, <laughs> and so she was in the hospital. We we had our the the birth package included a special meal the night before you're released. 
<laughs> and so we got a special meal for our anniversary because we were in for two days and then the next morning. So we had a little cake and, and all this, and we got to choose off the fancy menu at the hospital. But otherwise, I mean, I went home and, and, and got sleep and she stayed at the, ho- at, at the hospital. And so we didn't, we didn't see each other then. And I guess today's sort of similar. I've been on podcast interviews and stuff all day today. And so we haven't really spent any time together um, mm. since about six o'clock this morning. So, so yeah, this is pretty much par for the course. We avoid Sorry, each other. Deb. Oh, wow. So all together, <laughs> we really have kind of failed on the, on the anniversary front. We really but have. We're resolved to do now, better in the future. We, we, now we spent time together on, on Monday, but we didn't go anywhere and do anything simply because it's pandemic kids are in school, whatever. But yeah. I did not forget. I didn't post it up on Facebook, but I did not forget. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you having a, having a kid's birthday right before your anniversary makes it so you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Right. Gotta have the weekend closest to that birthday is going to be a birthday party, you know, whether it's grandparents coming or whatever. Yeah. And so we really planned that horribly. I, yeah. But know, here's the thing. You don't have to, there were several years because our anniversary falls in. I was working at the university and in the print shop. So it was right before commencement. So I was putting together the commencement book every year with all the names and all that shit that, you know, this big thick book that everybody flips through and uh, yeah, every year. So after like the second or third year, my boss was like, dude, can you put that trip off? <laughs> and so after you're done with that, because I would come back from my trip and then it would be like this two day of panic, everything, get it done. You can celebrate it anytime you want. You can say, you know what? We are going to do an anniversary trip this year and it's going to be going to Disney World at the end of May. You know, we did that one year. So, yeah, don't don't get a card and or present or and or flowers for the day for the date. But as far as a big celebration, it doesn't have to be on the date. Even for birthdays and all that, celebrate it when you ha- when it's when it makes sense for your family. I mean, what do you guys think? Now, this may be an unpopular opinion, and it may ultimately be a little self-serving. That's okay. why you're on here, Clay. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was my thing. Is for the unpopular opinions, <laughs> which is I've got a thing about anniversary announcements on social media like i don't know i don't know like birthdays and proclamations of your love your wife on their anniversary on social media i don't love it i don't love it i don't feel Get my like... page for the past couple of days you know try okay, to you well, might want to hide mine i don't no no, no. <laughs> i i don't know you've been unfriended just Nick. You just didn't i don't it. know why it just makes me feel like is this the right space for that you know what, so what's you, what's the point you may have noticed that all of my anniversary posts this year have been food well you're and it was totally shaming too because Thank what you. the hell ben you created the most beautiful meal and there's a do you know standing rib roast you know what you want to know the best part of that though what the The best part of that making me look bad it took me 30 minutes to make that meal oh shut (laughs) i'm not kidding that's even worse that's even worse ben you're not making it better 
that, that, that's a, totally that's a on me right now. huge flex right that there. Is a huge you flex. go, Ben. You're a foodie. So, yeah, of course. I put and, your and if you'd like to learn how I made that meal, just listen to my fourth <laughs> podcast. Do you guys go with the gifts? I mean, we're, we tried to do, Deborah got me some whiskey glasses for this year because 15th is crystal or glass. I'm, I'm getting her a mirror. We, we bought a mirror for our wall right inside our front door and I hung it with command strips and Deborah said, don't hang it with command strips. It won't stick. <laughs> and so I did and it stuck for about three days and then in the middle of the night, and shattered glass all over our entryway. Yep. So, yeah, I'm sure that wasn't because of the command strips. I'm positive it uh-huh. had to have been something else. This time we're gonna we're gonna super glue that thing there, but <laughs> we're still not gonna drill holes in the wall. But we haven't we haven't really done gifts. I try to do a nice birthday gift. She's got a pretty big birthday coming up that we won't say on the air. You did last but- week. We don't generally do big gifts. And and every year it seems like I've got something that, that costs a lot of money that comes up. And I'm like, I'm paid up for all of the gifts for the entire year. Like behind this curtain, there is a second laser cutter. You know, so I'm like, I don't get anything for my birthday. I don't get anything for our anniversary because that's, yeah, a big chunk. But I try to do something. Um, we are going to go to Bon Jovi concert sort of at a drive-in in at the end of may kind of as our anniversary we're gonna, we haven't had a date night in a year so we're going to do that we try to do something like that but we don't really do gifts at all and what, yeah, what, think, what are you taking notes there for research silver <laughs> gift we're we're going to be yeah so the next yep. six weeks we're going to be brainstorming ideas silver 25th is silver anniversary. I mean, it's one of those big ones. So probably got to pay attention to that somehow. Silver might mean I may be paying for a filling. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Get some some, uh, cats, silver cats. Yeah. Um, Get a grill. Get her a grill. We have to find some interpretations of silver. There have been a a couple of anniversaries where I did look it up and do a theme gift wood. I remember I did a wood anniversary and I did a paper anniversary. Nerd. But, uh, you're, yeah. you're doing, you're doing silverware this year, aren't you? Uh, I don't know. You're do silverware. silverware. I just know it. I don't, I don't. Toasters are silver. Know, one of the things that <laughs> oh, no. like I'm guys, I'm in household like contraction at this point. Like we're down to three or about to go down to two. Like, we don't need a whole lot of household, new household goods. So I got to think it. I got to well, I mean, like You've been together 25 years. You've got all that shit. A silver yeah. mini, you know, a car. Uh, we're not on. That's no, he's getting a new car. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and taking his dad to Italy or yeah, Sweden. Sweden. Well, I got a, I got a, yeah. So, so to be, to be continued. Yeah, yeah, we got we got to help you out there because you got to do something, dude. Uh, yeah, twenty five years is, is you, you don't you can't no, you can't let that go. Quarter century, what the hell? You can't just do a card and flowers for that shit. That's right. It does go fast. I think we all agree on that. Oh yeah. yeah. 
As always, thank you to Nick and Clay and their awesome families for sharing them with us today. Ask Dad Labs is produced and edited by me, Ben Fote, and Fote Media Productions, LLC. Like, follow, subscribe, and share across the social media landscape wherever you find Dad Labs. Talk to you next time.